two weeks ago we started this series called a new level a new anointing a new assignment and that is what god is doing in this season and god wanted to prepare us for what he is doing hallelujah so last week we talked about a new level of anointing today is the last on the series and the title is the upper room the upper room hallelujah so um, i want to share a word of prayer father in the mighty name of jesus i thank you i bless your name i give you praise i give you honor oh lord push me aside take charge of this ministration speak to us lead us guide us protect us strengthen us impact us may your word die deep into our spirit soul may it die deep into our bones our marrow oh lord may we not be listeners only but doers of your word we pray oh lord that as we hear the word it won't just be another sermon but it will be something that by your grace we will be able to utilize it in our lives in this new season in the mighty name of jesus amen amen so today's lesson is called the upper room the upper room the life of elijah hallelujah so first kings chapter 17 verse 17 to 24 yes the upper room hallelujah god is going to take some of us to the upper room after this message in jesus name amen so First Kings 17, verse 17 to 24. Hallelujah. Yes. So it says here in, starting from the verse 17. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, what do you have against me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Then the chapter 19 says, Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying, and laid him on his bed. The verse 20, Then he cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, have you brought tragedy on this widow I am staying with? by causing her son to die. Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry and the boy's life returned to him. And he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him, he gave him to his mother and said, look, your son is alive then the woman said to elijah now i know that you are a man of god and that the word of the lord from your mouth is the truth hallelujah yes so the first thing we realize is that elijah stayed in the upper room of the house elijah stayed in the upper room of the house this is the same woman that in um the same widow god sent elijah to to feed to so that the the widow will feed elijah so elijah was staying in the widow's house she was staying in the widow's house and the widow gave elijah the upper room of the house to stay in in first king 17 verse 19 
He said, give me your son. Elijah replied. He took him from her arms, carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his bed. Elijah was in the upper room of the house. And upper room, according to scripture, has been denoted for prayer or a deeper fellowship. Why do I say this? In Acts chapter 2, the disciples were in the upper room when the Holy Spirit fell. They were in the upper room. The Bible said they were fellowshipping in the upper room and the Holy Spirit descended upon them like tongues of fire. They were in the upper room when the Spirit of God fell. Hallelujah. That is is where they were. And so Elijah slept. He ate. He lived in the upper room. He was in the secret place of the Most High. Do not forget, God was hiding him. God was hiding him from Ahab and Jezebel. And he was in in, in the upper room of the widow's house. That's where he was staying. So the upper room is is a deeper place of fellowship, a deeper place of prayer. We have types of prayers, but you know we can pray we can do all sorts of things but elijah was in a very deep place of prayer a very deep place of hiding and that is also the secret place hallelujah he was in the secret place that is where he was hallelujah so he elijah carried the son of the widow who was ill to the upper room where he was staying so that means that we also have to stay in the upper room this season of our life this season of a new level we have to sleep eat dine in the upper room we have to go reach that deeper level of fellowship with god almighty and we can't do that with our own selves we can't do that by we ourselves thinking of how it can be done we can only get to that deeper place of fellowship deeper place of prayer by the help of the holy spirit the bible said the holy spirit maketh intercession for us the holy spirit is our helper he is our comforter the holy spirit is the only one that can help you reach that deeper place of of fellowship that deeper place of prayer and that is what god requires of us in this new level hallelujah the second is when a problem arises go straight to the upper room we realize that let me read it it again we realize that when this the the widow's son was was sick she, she came to elijah she came to elijah and she said that what do you have against me man of god did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son and this is understandable because in those days when um you are sick or something has happened to you they usually they usually the first thing that comes in their mind is either um generational curse or generational sin generational sin because your parents can do something that affects you your grandparents can do something that affects the whole family train so 
when you are sick when you are you found you find yourself in something that is really a very great ordeal they usually refer to it as your family did someone do something did your father did your grandparents do something so when the woman realized that her son was sick the first thing that came to her mind was that a sin that she had committed in the past is that what is haunting her is that what has brought this ordeal to her son so she went to elijah and she said what do you have against me man of god because she knows elijah elijah is a prophet and she said that you have something against me did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son and before we continue god says that this is something that we do on a daily some of us might accuse the widow that why would she say sad things to the prophet because the prophet is not the one that caused her son to be sick but in our day when something little happens to us when we find ourselves we as believers we know that we are in the presence of god we know that we are worshiping we go to church and what have you when we find ourselves in an ordeal we, we start to blame God. We start to blame God. We start to say, God, I've been serving you. I've been doing this. Why is this happening to me? We just automatically channel that blame of what we are going through to God, which is not so. And this was exactly what the widow was doing it. Why are you, are you why is um, Eli, um, prophet of God, have i done something to you have i have i done something bad so you start to think is this something that you did to god that's why you are going through this is this something that you did not do that's why it's happening hallelujah so this is what the woman was saying to elijah and in 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 another way she should have just gone to elijah and said that um, prophet of god can you do something about my son's condition and that is what we have to say prophet of could you do something so this is a lesson to us that when situations happen we shouldn't start blaming god but we should rather see god the bible said come before the throne of grace that you may find grace and mercy in the time of need so when situations happen when you start going through trials instead of blaming instead of murmuring like how the Israelites used to murmur in the wilderness Rather go to God in all humility and seek his help, seek his understanding of the situation. There was a time where Jesus was healing people. She, I think he got to a cripple or a blind man. And the disciples said that Jesus, is it the father that sinned or the parents that sinned? That is why the man is in this ordeal. And Jesus said that it is neither his parents' sickness, but this man is sick for the glory of God to be revealed. And that is the understanding the disciples got. If they didn't get understanding from Jesus, they would have still been thinking that somebody sinned. That is why. So in a way, it is very wise to get understanding from God when you find yourself in difficult situations instead of going on into accusations and assumptions which will in a way ruin you or eat you up from within hallelujah 
Yes. So when the woman was the, the the son of the woman was sick, though she was murmuring, she still brought the son to God. She still brought the son to Elijah. And when she brought the child to Elijah, she was accusing him. She was saying all sorts of things. And in my mind, it's like, isn't it the same Elijah that came and prophesied and now you are having food every day? When Elijah met her, the, the woman and the son were about to eat their last and they'll die. But here are they living in provision, living in provision. And now the son is sick and the first thing that comes to the woman is what do you want from me? Meanwhile, this is the same God through Elijah that has been feeding the woman. In a way, you it sounds like she's being selfish or she's not being, she's not really thinking about it. But then we most of times find ourselves in this situation. So instead of being like a woman, let's seek God for understanding. Hallelujah. And when the woman brought the son to Elijah, this is what happened. When the problem arises, go straight to the upper room. Elijah, Elijah took her son. Elijah took the son of the woman. He, he took he, he took him from her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his bed. Elijah could have, you know, risk, 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 retorted, yeah, that's the word, retorted back to the woman from accusing him and whatsoever. But Elijah kept quiet and just took the son to the upper room. Whenever a problem arises in your life, in this season, in this new level, go straight to the upper room. Go, don't, don't spend time retorting. Don't spend time trying to defend yourself. Don't spend time trying to talk. You are not the one going to solve the problem. And in a way, you can't. You can't actually solve the problem in this situation the son was dead the son of the woman was dead in the death situation this is only god that can bring a situation that is dead alive and this is something that i've learned on a personal level that i don't have time to you know retort i don't have time to speak back because i know that it is not their words most of the time it's the devil that I've just you know spoken in their ears and they do not know most of the times it's the devil that's just using them without them knowing so some people might come to you some people might accuse you some people might tell lies about you some people might spread rumors some people might do all sorts of things to you sometimes it is not important to respond sometimes it's just it's not it's not important to talk about because you know that you are not the one that can actually bring the sun to life or you know that you are not the one that defends yourself but it is god who defends you the bible said be still and know that he is god so in that situation you are still 
you know that God is God. But being still, not speaking, doesn't mean that you just leave it like that. Elijah didn't anything. Elijah didn't defend himself. He didn't have time for that. He just took the child and sent him to the upper room. When the situations arise, when the situation arises, you don't have time to retort. You don't have time to defend yourself. You just take that problem and send the problem to the upper room of the Most High God. Hallelujah. So the woman's son had died. She had come to Elijah crying, accusing him. Elijah didn't bother arguing with the woman. Elijah took the son and sent him to the upper room. What did he do? When he went to the upper rooms, there's something that happened. He didn't just go to the upper room and go and sing, God, why this, why that? He went and he went to cry. Elijah went to cry to God. He cried to God till the boy came back to life. That is some, some, some powerful prayer. He cried. David said that God hears the cries of his children. Elijah took the son to the upper room and cried to God till the boy came to life. This is a prayer that reaches God. This is not just, you know, a simple prayer, but he, he cried his heart out. He cried to God. He cried. You can see that this is a prayer that his spirit, his spirit is the one that was crying. It, though he was crying physically, it was his spirit that was crying to God. Hallelujah. He cried out to God till the boy came back to life. Elijah didn't defend himself to the woman. No. He went to God and poured out all that was all that was in his heart to him rather than the woman. Sometimes we argue. We argue. We we try to defend ourselves when it is not our job. Elijah didn't defend himself. Elijah didn't argue. But what did he do? He went into the upper room with the problem and he cried out to God. All the things that was in his heart that he wanted to tell the woman, he went to tell God. <laughs> he poured out his, his heart to God. He poured out his heart to God. Sometimes we, we, we pour out our heart to the wrong people. We pour out our heart to the wrong people. And this is this is so true because those people cannot bring that death situation back to life. Those people cannot help us in that situation that we are in. God is telling you today that that problem that you find yourself in, carry that problem and go into the upper room and cry to God. Go into the upper room and lay your burdens onto God. Because He alone can save you. He alone can save you. There was a time where I used to carry my burdens and put it on myself. <laughs> Instead of me carrying it to God, I actually carry the burden and put it on myself. I don't put the burden on no one, but I put it on myself. That is also a mistake. Elijah didn't go to the room and, and start questioning himself. Hey, what should I do in this situation? How is it possible that the, the boy will come back to life? No, he went to God and he, he laid the burden on him. Let's see what he said in the scripture. When Elijah got to the upper room, says, Then he cried out to the Lord. 
Lord my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I am staying with by causing his son to die? Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. Hallelujah. So there are things that was in the heart of Elijah. Elijah went to God. Elijah cried. Elijah laid his burden on God. In this new season, there is no more murmuring. We are not murmuring. In this new season, we are not pouring out our hearts on the wrong people, but we are going into the upper room. We are carrying our problems into the upper room, just like how Elijah carried the boy into the upper room. We are carrying our problems into the upper room, and we are laying our burden on Jesus. Jesus said, come, all ye who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I pray for anyone here that is burdened. That as you lay it on Jesus, may he give you rest. Aria mama shita, rakin daria na mama malaysa raba washite, raba washite rebosa, daria kan kan dia na mama shite rebosa, daraba washite raba shite, raba shite raba shite, raba washite rebosa, rama kipe sunte rama mama mama, may any dead thing in your life come back to life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Elijah laid his burden on Jesus. Jesus is telling you today, come all you who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. Jesus is telling you today that he is there. He wants you to bring his your problems to him. He wants to help you. He wants you to find rest. He feels your pain more than you. Jesus feels your pain more than you. Somebody say how? He lives within you. He feels your pain more than you. And it is it's his, the pain he feels is so much more because he sees all of us. Just imagine the seven billion and so people on the earth that Jesus is in, in Jesus is in living inside of, of many of them and also can see all of us and can see all that we are going through and he's feeling all this pain can you imagine the pain jesus is feeling jesus feels the bible said he knows our weaknesses because he has been true he has been a man just like us and he has passed through it all and he sees all and he sees all the pain he sees all the trouble just as I'm preaching, I'm just seeing tears coming out of Jesus' eyes. And Jesus is saying that, I want to help you. I want to give you rest. I want to give you that peace that you deserve. I am in the boat with you. You are not alone. Come to me with your problems. Come to the upper room. I'm here. I'm there. You will see me there. Hallelujah. In my hands, I can bring the dead back to life. I hold the keys to life and death. Hallelujah. In the space of one minute, let's just 
it can speak in tongues, speak in tongues, tengo, karababa shanta, lababa sunte, idababa shanta, lady, lababa shinte rebosa, lababa shinte rebosa, thank you for who you are, Jesus, lababa shinte rebosa, shinte rebosa, rekimerios karababa shinte la aria mama, raise karababa shanta, aria mama shinte rebosa, inkada mama mama, do idiarababa, we love you, we love you, Lord. The Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him in the upper room. So the the problem happened. The boy, the boy's death happened so that God will be glorified. Elijah did all those miracles by God. He the them having provision, him speaking and it coming to pass. It was by God. The boy coming to life, it was by God. Hallelujah. It was by God. It was by God. It was by God. God. Elijah and God knew that the widow's son at a certain point in time will be sick and die. So God specifically sent Elijah to that woman. Know that it, it, this thing will happen. And it is not his will. But then he will use it. He will use it for his glorification. So Elijah, God sent Elijah to that woman. I'm sure the woman didn't even understand why that honor will come upon her. But then Elijah being in that house saved the boy. Elijah being in that house saved the boy. In this new season, we are sleeping, eating, dining, staying in the upper room of the Most High God. Because in that upper room, every dead thing will come back to life. Hallelujah. God knew everything God does is everything God does has a reason has a reason so the problem happened that God will be glorified Elijah was at that moment staying in the house of of, of the widow at that specific time it was strategically planned so that when this issue happened can save the boy hallelujah Elijah did all those miracles by God, speaking and the jar not running out, the oil not running, it was all by God. The, the woman was even calling him man of God. Prophet, prophet. But this is something, let me not get ahead of myself, but she didn't even, she didn't really believe. She had doubts that Elijah was indeed a prophet. And, and I am sure God also knew that. So it took the reviving of her son back to life by God through Elijah for the woman to actually believe that indeed Elijah is a man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The woman though called Elijah prophet, prophet. She, she, I'm sure she had her doubts. So when her son 
was revived. Then she said, oh, indeed, indeed, I know, now I know that you are a man of God in the verse 24. And that the word of the Lord from your mouth is true. In my understanding, I'm, I'm like, isn't Elijah the same person that prophesied over her jar and the flood didn't run out and they are eating every blessed day? How come she's now saying that now I know that you are a man of God and the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth? Elijah had already spoken and she has seen her results. But then she didn't believe that the, the word of God from his mouth was true. So Elijah revived her son. <laughs> that is something. That is something. Hallelujah. But this represents Jesus. This represents Jesus. The boy's death represented Jesus' death. The Bible said Elijah stretched himself on the boy three times and he came back to life. Jesus died and on the third day he rose again. Hallelujah. So the boy and all these things happening was a representation of Jesus. Jesus died and on the third day he rose. Elijah stretched himself on the boy three times before he rose again and after jesus arose the disciples then believed that he was indeed god like elijah he did all the miracles in the house of the widow but till the son came back to life before she believed that indeed he was a true man of god jesus did all the miracles the disciples saw so much but they still didn't really believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They still didn't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. That Jesus is indeed the Son of God. They didn't believe. But till Jesus rose again, like Elijah's story, till the Son rose again, then they believed that Jesus is the Son of God. Mark chapter 16, it said, she went, I'm sure this is Mary Magdalene, she went and told those who had been with him and who were mourning and weeping when they heard that jesus was alive and that she had seen him they did not believe it that verse 12 16 verse 12 says afterward jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country these returned and reported it to the rest but they did not believe them either then verse 14, later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the disciples, just like this woman, though she has seen the miracles that was going on, didn't believe didn't believe but until her son had come back to life before she believed that indeed the word of the lord from elijah is the truth until jesus had had risen up then they believed that indeed jesus is the son of god indeed the word of god from his mouth is the truth hallelujah yeah this <laughs> everything in the bible is about jesus 
everything in the Bible is about Jesus. It's about Jesus. And in this new season, in our life, in this new season that God is doing, God is raising us up. God is placing us on new assignments. And God requires that we spend time in the upper room just like Elijah. When we, are, we spend time in the upper room, then we, if any situation is there, comes along, that is dead. We know that immediately we can just go to the upper room and that dead situation can come back to life. Hallelujah. That dead situation can come back to life. This new season is different from the other season that we were in. God is doing something new. Till Elijah had gone to the widow's house, Elijah had never raised someone from the dead before. But this was a new season. Greater miracles, greater things, big things. That is, that is going to happen. That you, you didn't even think it was possible. But through your hands, God will make it possible. To your hands, God will bring the dead back to life. Literally. God will bring the dead back to life. Through your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The upper room. When the disciples were in the upper room, they were just fellowshipping. Glorious, carious, kinemasunta. As they were just fellowshipping, the Holy Spirit just descended upon them like tons of fire. Just tons of fire says that i want us to pray but let me finish this and we just zoom into prayer zoom into prayer today's message today's message i just said that oh holy spirit just do all that you want to do and i feel it's different than the other ministries i believe that god wants to do something some impartation today hallelujah said then the woman said to elijah now that i know that you are a man of god and that the word of God from your mouth is the truth. Elijah had to do something extraordinary, something impossible for the woman to know he is a true man of God. Strive to do the impossible. Hallelujah. I end with this, strive to do the impossible. So we are going to pray. We are going to spend time praying. The first prayer is that only, oh, only, oh, oh, Take me to your upper room. Take me to your upper room. I want to stay there. I want to eat there. I want to live there. Oh Lord, I want to dwell in your upper room. It's in the name of Jesus. I want to dwell in your upper room. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, take me to your upper room. In the mighty name of Jesus. In this new season, I want to dwell in your upper room. Gloria Baba Shinte Rebosa, Rabba Bashinte Rebos, Kintaria Baba Shinte, Lost Kintaria Baba, Rabba Bashinte Rebosa. I know last season, oh God, I was at the book and I stayed in your presence and I had provision and everything. I was in the secret 
place. Oh Lord, in this new season, send me deeper and deeper to the upper room, the upper room of the secret place. It was in the upper room that your Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples. Oh Lord, send me into the upper room that I may dwell there. The Bible said that Paul was ministering. They were ministering in the upper room. And as they were ministering, there was a man by the window. This man fell from the window downwards. He died. But Paul laid hands on him and he came back to life. Hallelujah. Even in the upper because he was in the upper room. Hallelujah. Even though he died. He fell and died, he was brought back to life. Oh Lord, send us to your upper room. Send us to your upper room. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rama Sunt Ariana Baba Shanta. Doriana Baba Shate Rebusa. Rama Baba Baba Baba. Take us deeper. Take us deeper in fellowship with you. Doriana Kapusa Rababa Shita. Doriana Baba Shita. Oh Holy Ghost, Rabba Shitebosa, you and I will change the world. Rama Sunta Alababa. Send us into the upper room. Send us into the upper room. Doria Rababa Shanta Ariabashita. Rababa Shitebosa Rababa Shitebosa. Darababa Shit. Oh Holy Ghost. Like fire. Oh, Sister Renee, I see you going to a checkpoint. You are, you are entering a battalion or something, of a military battalion. You are entering the checkpoint. I see you entering the checkpoint. And, and I want you to know that God is with you. This new season that you are crossing over, the God is with you. It takes the word to cross that checkpoint. It takes the word of truth from your mouth to cross that checkpoint. God saying that you are a soldier in his army. It takes the word of truth from your mouth to cross Cross that checkpoint. May God's name down in Jesus' name. Doriana Baba Sutariana Baba Shaita. Like a massa Tariana Baba Shaita. Rama Bashantariana Baba Bashanta. Roko Boko Roko Boko Toko. Rama Kumpana Baba. I want us to pray. This prayer, I want us to take a very serious. Any dead thing in your life should come back in to resurrect in Jesus' name. Anything that is dead in your life should be surrendered. You know, you know that that is dead in your life. You are going to anything dead in your life to be surrendered. In the mighty name of 
As we enter the upper room, we enter with anything dead in our life. We command it to resurrect in the mighty name of Jesus. No Adamashita, Rabamashita Rebosa, Ramamashita Rebosa, Rabamashita, Rabamashita Rabamashita Rebosa. I pray for marriages. May any dead marriages be resurrected now in the mighty name of Jesus. Narabashita, I speak life to marriages in the mighty name of Jesus. Doria Rabamashita Rebosa, Rabamashita Rebosa. Rabashiti Rebusa, Rabashita Rabashita, Doria Babashiti Rebusa, Rabashita Rebusa, Dana Babashita Raba. May anything dead in your life drain the water of life now in the mighty name of Jesus. Rabashonte Rebusa. May the water of life refresh you. Jesus told the Samaritan woman that I will give you water. I will give you a well that never runs dry. May anything that in your life drink from the water of life, the well of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Doria Rababa Shite Rebosa, Mama Mama Shite Rebosa, Doria Baraba Shite, Brother Daniel, I see you drinking. I see you drinking. You are just drinking. Drinking so much. I see you with the water. You are just drinking. Rababa Shite Rababa Shite. You are taking three gulps of water. Rababa Shite God said, This is the season of transformation. And transformation, not being it internally, but transformation outwardly. People will see you and open their mouth. God said that His work that needs to be done at this season is it, it, already done. Now it's time for manifestation. Sister Diana, I don't know. I see I see Sister Diana as a tree. As a tree that God is planting, and the tree has grown so big. I pray for growth in your life. Growth, growth, spiritual growth, spiritual maturity in the mighty name of Jesus. I just see one fruit on it, but soon, soon, many fruits are coming on that tree. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you bear fruit. May you bear fruit. In the mighty name of Jesus, Karia Sunaria Ramasonte, Rama Mama 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 Mareke, Doria Rabashita, Doria Rabashita Rebusa, Rabashita Rebusa Rabashita, Rabashita Rebusa Rabashita, Rabashita Rebusa Rabashita, Gloria Rabababa, and Baratim, I see, I see Baratim teaching his children. As he did, I was a continued teaching. Teaching your children, continue teaching them, continue nurturing them in the world. Rabba Shaker, once that in some years to come, he will use them, they will be great 
I just hear in my spirit explosion for this ministry, explosion for this ministry. I want us to spend some time praying for this ministry. We are praying that God's hand come to pass. May there be explosion. May we be everywhere. Everywhere, may the gospel, may the truth, may the word God has given this ministry be everywhere. Don't I, I see a certain woman with two children. I know she's not on this live right now, but she will listen later. I see that God is saying that she shouldn't worry because God is bringing transformation, light into her life in Jesus' name. I see a certain man looks older and is sick. God is bringing healing to you now. Rabba Bashita. I hear that I hear God say wisdom in your old age. May that be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. God is telling this man that teach the younger generation. Teach the younger generation. Let them know of me in Jesus' name. I see an old woman in glasses, round glasses, and she's knitting. She's knitting something. I hear God saying that God telling this woman to prepare her, her, her house. Prepare your house. The time is coming soon. So prepare your house. God said, pass the baton. Pass the baton to someone else. I hear God saying that the nameless people are rising. It is time, it is time for the revival. The nameless people are rising. In this season, in this time, it is time. He has released all the resources. It is time. They said that horses are prepared for battle. The chap- chariots are prepared. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We have settled. We have settled. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray, oh Lord. And I want to thank you, oh Lord, for what you've done today for the work, for the administration, for the impartation. Thank you. That everything in my life is, is, is coming back to life. 
that you are drawing us over into your account. Thank you for this new season. For this new season. Thank you for expression of the ministries. Thank you, oh Lord. May your will come to pass. May your word come to pass. The Bible said that your word never falls to the ground. And that is our portion. That every word, oh Lord, that you have spoken, oh Lord, is coming to pass, oh Lord. Even if you have a handful, it will explode, it will multiply. You can use that handful. We thank you for the upper room. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives. We are grateful. I hear the word of the Lord and I hear God saying that strange things are about to happen. Strange things are about to happen to you personally. And into this ministry, strange things are about to happen. In the mighty name of Jesus, may your will come to pass. I continue to hear explosion, explosion, explosion. Said no, we may not see it. It is happening. It is happening. And we will see it physically. No, right now we cannot see it. It is happening. And we will see it physically to be clear. And no one can doubt that this is the hand of the Lord. Financial security is our portion. Illnesses are going to disappear in the mighty name of Jesus. God said He is giving people authority. Authority. Receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. God said He is giving people new glasses. He's opening your eyes to see in the spiritual and to see very clearly. Rasa God said He's giving people new clothes, new mantles, that's the word, new mantles, receive it now, in the mighty name of Jesus, some of you will have dreams, some of you will hear God's words, you will hear it, you will know the mantle, you will know the authority you have, afraid of God train you to walk in it, in this new season, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you all of for your attention, thank you Lord for your word, thank you for what you've done, thank you Lord for this powerful ministry, so thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, hallelujah, amen, thank you oh Lord for what you've done in Jesus name, amen, I love you all so much, but Christ loves you more, amen, I'll see you all, mercy, goodbye, and have a beautiful weekend.